maybe two of those years. Uh, it was running with no oil. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> zero oil. Oh. Um, just dry the bones. Still ran like a gem, though. I was like, I'd, I'd hit 160, 170. Um, if in any the mini. Are listening, in the mini. Um, <laughs> um no no oil no oil uh but and that day actually i was doing it because it's these big dippers into like big climbs and i'm thinking i don't want to push it up the hill but obviously it's not air it's air cooled it's not um water cooled so if (laughs) if i can just get it up to speed on the downhill Mm -hmm. and let it run into the uphill as fast as possible at the top i'll be doing 100k an hour Mm-hmm. Uh, and not have to push it. G'day legends and welcome back to the Press Room Podcast presented by Zwift. We're back with another episode, the second episode of Season 3. I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode with Attacker, the official apparel partner of the podcast. It was well received from all accounts, so glad everyone got amongst it. And if you want to support the podcast, you can get onto Attacker's website, use CR The Press Room or CR-ThePressRoom. That's for 15% off. And uh, yeah, purchasing some of their kit helps out the podcast big time. Now, if I'm going to recommend a little bit of kit for you, how about this, right? If you're into your gravel cycling or sort of your your, your, um, your touring and that sort of stuff, I'm doing a trip with my mates in a couple of weeks' time where we're going on the Mundabidi Trail. Now, the Mundabidi Trail is a 1,000 kilometers long off-road cycling trail in WA, and there's towns along the way. So you kind of like do 100Ks, stay in a town, and then you do another 100Ks and you sort of hop around. Now, when you stay in the towns, it's awesome because they're kind of, um, you know, they're small towns and you just go and stay at the pub, have a meal, maybe go to their weird little cafes and, and, and have a park up as well. But I don't want to be bringing all the bags and stuff on the bike. I have a, I use a TCX, giant TCX, and I don't want to be loading it up. I want to keep it light, feathery, so I can just dance on the trails. Now, I've got one frame bag that's going in the middle um, from Bike Bag Dude, legend. Now, I just want to have one change of clothes, that'll do me. Now, one way I'm going to get around this, right, is I'm going to be using the all-day quilted hooded jacket. So this jacket, it's a nice bit of kit. You've got to check it out on the website. It's kind of like, um, you know, kind of like a wintry sort of jacket. Um, and, you know, that's going to keep me warm on the trail because it's going to be pretty cold. But it's got like a casual feel to it. So it's made to be worn off the bike as well. So that's perfect for this like trip that I'm doing because I don't want to be packing all this gear. I just want to pack like one pair of pants, um, this jacket, and you know, like that's pretty much it. So I keep it nice and light. So I'm going to be giving that one a whirl on the trail. And if you're into gravel cycling, little overnighters, give that one a go. All right, legends. Today's episode, one of my favorite cyclists in the pro peloton and an absolute legend of real character, Rowan Dennis, the two-time world champion in the time trial, uh, back-to-back years as well, the current Australian time trial champion, riding for Jumbo Visma this year, and uh, look, an absolute champion and just a real character. You'll find out that Rowan is a bit of a, he's a man of two halves. He's absolutely dialed when we're talking competition um, and performance. But off the bike and away from that, he's a really funny dude, loves a meme, and I tell you, I just tap right into that, and we had a really good time. So if you're new to the podcast, maybe you came across from the legendary attacker crew, now that you're part of the Press Room Potty family, 
Um, you might not know what this podcast is all about, and this episode really epitomizes what the press room is about. It's just a fun, casual chat with some of the world's best cyclists trying to show their personalities, okay? That's what it's all about, and this episode nails it. At least, I think it does. Okay, legends, with that, it's time to get on the ergo, chuck on Zwift, uh, maybe you're commuting to work, whatever, put the potty on, enjoy, and I'll see you real soon. How you going? Mate, you're, you're early. Three minutes. I'm always early. Mate, always. so am I. So am I. I was just uh, I was just sending a video message to um, uh, Plappy. He's, he sent me some pictures of him riding around in Andorra, and it's beautiful weather, and it's piercing yeah. in Perth. And um, <laughs> yeah, he's just showing off, mate. But nah. yes. Anyway, thanks for um, coming on, man. No stress, mate. And nice to meet you, too. Yeah, nice to meet you too. I've never seen your face. <laughs> Jeez, say you read the newspaper, mate. It's on the front page. <laughs> mate, in WA, nobody gets nah. on the front page unless you're football. Mate, not even Jai. He, he barely got the uh, well, <clears throat> inside of the TV guide. No, really? Mate, nah, it, there was a lot of um, fanfare for him here. A lot of the clubs and, and cycling bodies like lobbied quite a bit. So, Hopefully, when he comes back to Perth, we're gonna do a big, um, you know, like parade, welcome him back. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that should be pretty cool. Maybe just, I don't know, like he can step off the plane and we can just launch him into a criterium just on the tarmac. Welcome yeah, back. If he's gonna get paid. I'm sure he will be happy with that. <laughs> yeah, <bloody laughs> there's no way I'd be like doing that for free, step off the plane from Europe. No, no way. Like, no, 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 yeah, yeah, no yeah. way. You know, it's uh, last time I first, I met Jai, well, because he's obviously from WA, but I met him on a ride once and he'd come back from Europe and he brought one of his friends who rides for Yumbo, maybe um, his name is Hugo, but he's, he was from the Netherlands, this guy, and his dad happened to live in Merowa, like which is like 10K <laughs> from where Jai lived. And he just thought, yeah, I'll come back with Jai. Um, but I forget what his name is. When he was on DSM. Hugo. Hugo or Lenny or something like that. But anyway. I don't think he was in Yumbo. He must have been in DSM with him. Yeah, Hugo DSM with Hoff- him. Hofstetter. Hofstetter? Yeah, Hofstetter. That, that was him, yeah. Yep. They may just rock up. I was up. thinking, I know that Hugo. There's only there's only two. Hugo Hull. Hull, Canadian. Yeah. Canadian dude, yeah. And Hofstetter. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Hofstetter. But it was it's when Jai, he was on DSN then, so. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> but what a it's team. Cool. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's cool he came back. But, um, yeah. What uh, what room are you in there? What's with the glasses? Kitchen. Oh, very nice. Got a couple of martini glasses and up there. And all of our wow. alcohol. So okay. it, I used to just spread it across the whole bench. I thought, ah. Uh, Probably wasting a whole lot of space could just push it in the corner now. Yeah. Well, it looks more condensed. So, That's good. It's also when the door's open for the kitchen that I'm not looking at it. Yes. So because it blocks it. <laughs> yeah. Gets out of the way. <laughs> yeah, Do I'm you... not I'm not thinking, oh, I'd love a bloody alcoholic drink right now. Do you yeah, ever like um do you ever have one in, in a grand tour, like a beer or anything during a grand tour? 
certain days, but I wouldn't, it's not like religious or anything. If it's just on a recovery day or the night before rest day. Mm, not like Valverde. If they're like, oh, do you? no, 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 not like him. And yeah, I'm not sure how he, uh, well, I'm not exactly sure how he's still as good as he is at his age. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Aston Martin. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, it's those, it's those uh, nice, just the cool refreshments after each stage. Uh, yeah, and you just get better with age, don't you? You just get better and better. Well, maybe you should be drinking wine, perhaps. Don't know. Yeah, I do, but I don't drink enough, obviously, or yeah. enough beer. Yeah, but you would feel it, though, I'd imagine. Like, if you even just had a champagne after, like, a stage win or something, surely you'd be... Oh, yeah. Because it's everything, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, mate, your body just sucks it in so, mm. straight away. Even after the Giro in 2020, I had... Um, I didn't want any beer, but they're like, oh, here, have a beer. I'm like, oh, it'd be rude if I didn't. Yeah. And eventually, I just kept drinking, but the first couple were rough, real rough. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't, this isn't going down so well. <laughs> what do you actually feel like the most at the end of a grand tour? Like, is there any food or anything you like? Oh, I just feel like that, or do you just sick of eating? Um, I just anything that's shit. Mm. Any shit food, pizza, like anything. <clears throat> like, if you just slapped a couple of Big Macs in front of me, twenty nuggets, I'd be like, done. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, I feel you. Like, just even like just a pack of 50 nuggets, just have at it until I can't eat anymore. Straight into it. Oh, anything that's like, oh, do you want rice or pasta? And do you know Get what? out. Yeah, Sho- really. Shove it. Yeah. Shove it. I'm not here for that anymore. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I- I was just in Kalgoorlie. We were doing this race called the Kalgoorlie Cyclassic Classic last, um, last weekend. And I'm not a big chips man, but we'd finished the second stage and we're in this tiny town called Leonora, like a gold mining town. There's nothing there. And there was food trucks with these chips and, you know, it looked rough as guts coming out of the food truck. But it was just what you wanted, right? Yeah, the dirtier, the better. I said, please, lady, just can you rub them on the floor for a second? Just dirty them. They look a bit too clean. Yeah, double, triple deep fry. I don't care. Make it, (laughs) make them extra crispy. 10-year-old Extra oil. crispy. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. Extra flavour. Yeah, no problems. Um, so thanks for cleaning out your kids too, getting them out of the way. Are they usually around? Yeah, one's or... at school. Oh, at school. <clears throat> so have you got two kids? Yeah, so one's three and a half and one's uh, one and a half now. Is it both um, boys? No, youngest is a girl. And oh, she wow. just went down, what, five minutes ago yeah, right. for her nap. So I was like, perfect. Perfect timing. Great. Mate, perfect timing. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Don't have to worry about the screaming. Uh, team had to deal with that when I was on the phone to them after my ride. <laughs> 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 they can deal with it. Well, that's what the press room, you know, the high priority. Uh, yeah, high priority. Room. Sorry, guys. <laughs> when you had... Um, your first, what's your son's name? Oliver. Oliver. So when you had Oliver, that's my boss's name. Um, when you had Oliver and did it change the way you approached your cycling, the way you trained, the way you raced? Uh, 
Yes and no. There was there was a big difference in sleep initially, obviously. Oh yeah. Um, until I I cracked. I'm like, we got to do something about this. Um, so obviously you'd be waking up a little bit earlier or later. It was a little bit less um, routined. Mm. Um, then I figured out that there was a little bit of a hack to it that uh, I was getting home and obviously my wife was a bit tired from looking after um, all his crap mm. that he was just either screaming or being shitty or whatever, or he's being happy. But you know what? I'm just sick of having to hold him mm. um, <clears throat> and just be like, here you go, take him. I'm like, I just got home from training, Jesus. So I figured something out, I'm like, if I can, I can time my training so that I get home just after he goes down for his nap, whether it's his first or second nap, I at least get 30 to 45 minutes of nothing as soon as I walk in the door. Mm, that's what at, at least. Mm. So I got home, silent. I'm like, oh, how good's this? And then I could decompress a little bit. And then deal with it once I've had something to eat, showered, and whatnot. Hmm. Didn't have it thrown in my face, which what didn't happen every time. But some days I was just like, and it was always the days you didn't want to have to do anything because you stuffed that yeah. your wife was like, I just need some help. And I'm like, ah, it had to be today, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <So> <laughs> the biggest ride. I, uh, I worked out that that's the best little bit of a hack come home just as they're going down for their nap. That's perfect. That's when you need the, um, I don't know, like the Bluetooth thing that you can see, you know, the video. Oh, I do. Oh, well, you've yep. got that, the technology. You can just sort of do <clears> another <throat> lap, not quite down yet. Another couple yeah, of Yeah, the problem, problem is that uh, up at our place, there's not a whole lot of um, phone reception. Uh-huh. So you have to do it about five, 10 minutes from home anyway. If you were checking. Okay. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah, probably shouldn't. I'll just wing it and normally it goes down now. So I'll get home. I'll work out four hours before or whatever and uh, walk in the door and be like, hey. see you 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about, what about your racing though? Like I've heard stories of a few other guys, <clears throat> girls say that when they had the first, um, when they first had kids though, sort of more some of the older guys but they weren't so keen on you know sending it on a corner or through a bunch kick things like that is, is that changed yeah. slightly mm. <clears throat> i've been more of a cautious sort of rider anyway in the past um i quite like my skin um yeah i i generally will happily waste a little bit more energy to mm. To keep it all yeah. and yeah. be in a less less of a um, stressful or dangerous situation. Mm. So, right, and that's that's essentially my job anyway. Now is to sit in the wind for somebody else. So, um, changed a little bit. Obviously, there's some days where I could push. I'm like, you know what? Mm. What's the point? Mm. Um, I'm not here to win anyway. So, yeah, I'll just back out of this. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, there is that whole, there is more to life than just yeah, this yeah. stupid bike race. Yeah. But 
Um, I already thought that before I had kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, like, like you said, though, your, um, your new, well, not your new role, but like I guess the role that you'll mainly fill with, with Yumbo kind of replacing Tony Martin, sort of, not replacing, but you're just doing that. But I guess because you're spending more time at the front and you might, I guess I know just thinking about it now, a lot of the riders that perform that role where you're trying to keep your teammates out of the wind for quite a long period of time, you're at the front. So like you're kind of out of the, like out of the dangerous part, right? Yep. Yeah. Unless, unless you are Tony and you decide to be on the front and crash. Anyway. Oh, that girl oh, with the side, man. I'd forgotten oh. about that. Yeah. Oh, I just thought of it, just came into my head then. I'm like, you can still right. crash on the front, which I have done before as well. Into a corner, um, wiped out. Uh, it wasn't going rates? hard, just Glasgow. Um, oh, Commonwealth Games. Commonwealth Games. That was wet, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was bucketing. And oh, we we're in this little, uh, no, no, um, Garen Thomas one. Oh, get, okay. I was thinking of Ocean. Yeah, yeah. go on. Uh, so I um, I was on the front and uh, I went, it was through this little mall and then you come off the tiles, which were tiles. Mm, nice. Perfect. Um, <laughs> and then you turn back onto tiles, right, but there was a little lip and I'd hit it. I think it was on the third or fourth lap and I'd hit it every time exactly the same, but this time obviously my wheel hit it just on the wrong angle. Oh. And I went down like an absolute sack. Um, you take anyone with you? No, no, no. It was just me, and I just nailed my elbow on the on the ground. And I don't know what I did, but it was sore for a good month still after, um, hmm. or a bit of bro- bone bruising or something. But wasn't broken, but I was in a bit of pain for a while. Elbows and knees, man. They suck. Yeah, when you just. And because I wasn't going fast, you know, I was oh, like, what's the point? Works. I'm on the front. Mm-hmm. So I just went whack. Yeah, it's always yeah. a slow one. Down you go. Mm. Congrats, Rowan. You're, you are the village idiot of this race. Welcome um, to James. <laughs> well, welcome to Commonwealth. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, perfect, perfect. Have you, have you won a uh, Commonwealth Games, you? Have you won medals there? Have you been to me? Uh, okay. si- yeah, uh, silver in, in that one in the TT. Oh, cool. Okay. And are you um, I went to Delhi. Uh, technically not allowed to say, but okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that if I wasn't there, that some questions would be asked. Yes, unconfirmed <laughs> at where that race is. Yes. <laughs> well, what's that race? Yep, that one. Yeah, I yes, think I'm going. Yes, the race, the same with the one that has a, a you know jersey the color of yellow. Um, now, <laughs> speaking of yellow jerseys, legends. I hope you're enjoying this episode with Rowan so far. Don't forget, you can watch this episode on YouTube in video format. Uh, on the Press Room Podcast YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe to that. I really need everyone to tick that red box or click the red box that says subscribe on the YouTube. Makes a big difference to the podcast as well. And um, watching this one in video form is just a cracker. So finish it here in the audio form and then go watch your favorite bits on the video. Uh, Also, 
make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the um, the podcast players because Tour de France Femmes coverage is coming up. I'm going to be covering that. Uh, maybe doing a bit of race preview as well. Got that in, in the cards. And I've got some real big guests on the women's side of the sport coming on the podcast. And when I say real big, I don't want to spoil one of the guests that I've got. But uh, look, she might have a very colourful jersey. Let's put it that way. Okay, legends, let's get back to the episode. And by the way, thank you so much for listening. And now we can get back to the episode. I wanted to know, has it been what you expected when you announced that you're changing from mini Like, Is it what you <clears throat> thought it would be, what your expectations were going into it? Exactly. Exactly right. what I thought. Uh, yeah. Um, I do talk to, uh, well, obviously do talk to the guys in the team now, but... <laughs> Um, before <laughs> before I was at the team, there's a couple of guys I, I would speak to um, regularly at races and just sort of always ask questions and they they don't give you everything. Obviously, nobody gives you anything in the pro peloton, but um, you always ask little questions of how things are run at certain teams and just keep your ear, ear and eyes open. Um, and it's they weren't lying it's uh quite um quite structured and and everything is really really um i I don't want to sound negative but full gas um when you're in a tour squad it's all very uh and it's not a bad thing yeah it's very um ah god and it's not military because that's not the right word either precise um but it's precise okay everything's um calculated deliberate Mm. uh it's it's um they don't leave any stone unturned so Mm. it's exactly what i expected and thankfully it was exactly what other people said as well yeah because i mentioned maybe in previous teams mm-hmm. i'm sure it happens where teams maybe over promise or maybe things change yep. from initial conversations <clears throat> to when you're in the team right and 100 percent. yeah yeah so i just thought <laughs> it looks it just does it looks like that from a viewer from my perspective looking at yumbo they do look like everything's just dialed maybe a couple of years ago they had a, it was still getting there they had a few like um well, i just looked that way they weren't quite everything dialed but the sterling the last 18 yeah. months it seems like yeah everything's fully switched on um which must be cool yeah. from, you know your perspective because that means a lot for the things like time trialing and that sort of stuff right um everything is tested everything give me I something mean, that's tested that you wouldn't like usually expect uh, no, it's not what hasn't. What other people's uh, other people's teams also test this, but not to the extent. Uh, so they're testing all wheels, oh. other other frames, helmets, skin suits of other teams, our skin suits, trying to fix our skin suits, uh, gloves, tires. Everything is tested mm-hmm. over and over, and see what's the best shape pressure, wow. uh, materials, everything. Um, <clears throat> I mean, different different road surfaces we use, different tyre pressure. Mm. Um, uh, there's a lot of stuff that um, they test that's 
I think not overdone, but close. Yeah. <laughs> well, close to. You'd still rather it's better. Close is better than being not enough. But yeah, it's on the line of being uh, obsessive, <laughs> which is which yeah. is what is actually needed to be at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fine line, and and they're really really on on that on that border of pushing everything and finding out okay, our stuff is good, but their stuff's better in that situation. So we need to make both of them bring both of them together and try to fix that and. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff going on, but takes time, obviously. Uh, not all of our equipment is the absolute best, but I think as a team, we've got the best setup mm, across the board for climbing TT and and uh, flat mm. um, flat stages or races. So, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I have. Yeah, you tend to hear about gains really from the aerodynamics perspective sometimes you know a little bit with the with the weight and stuff but overall as a package including flat stages that's another another yeah that's something i haven't heard before but of okay well, what about this of all the obviously when you move teams you get different equipment like we just said what's one bit of anything one bit of kit since you've moved to yumbo across all your teams that you've been on what's one bit of kit that you like the most the s5 the bike the, oh yeah the, the Cervelo s5 i've got on zwift so you know i know how you feel but the bike um, the um it's not the lightest yeah. bike in the world it's still i think in romandy we got it down to low seven kilo for okay. the tt uphill mm. tt which is look it's not it's not made to be a climbing bike, but when it's fast, it's fast. Okay. Um, I've never been consistently in uh, uh, the front group of crosswind stages or um, felt comfortable to get, not comfortable, but felt good to mm. be one of the first or the first person into a crosswind section in a big race like Paris-Nice. Um, I wouldn't say it was easy to do, but yeah, uh, that, that happened this year. Um, it's happening every, every time I, I sort of got in trouble in any uh, slight crosswind in Catalonia of all places, Catalonia, mm, yeah. um, I could... I could actually um, fix the issue quite quickly and I didn't feel like I was on a tractor trying to get back to the front group or, or fix the, the positioning problem that I had. I'm like, okay, cool. Step out, go. Wow. Is, um, it, is it like a, is it, is it its ability to hold speed or like acceleration? Is that what you're noticing? Uh, both. Um, obviously, I think if you're a climber, the, the punch isn't there anyway. But yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think to get speed and hold it is, I haven't felt anything like that before on a road bike. On a TT bike, I have. Yeah. Um, and that's where uh, a lot of teams, even specialized, have sort of gone away from the Venge. Yeah. And they've just got the tarmac now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the aero, 
aero climbing bike. And I'm thinking, mm, why not have that and a super, super aero bike yeah. um, for the flats? And like Pinarello was the same, BMC, similar. They have an all-round bike. Mm. Uh, a lot of teams don't have one or the other. And the R5 isn't a slow bike, but it's made for climbing. Yeah. Yeah. And the S5 is just straight up speed. <laughs> so, it's the coolest looking bike too. It is the coolest. Oh, it's bloody nice. Yeah. Really nice. Wow. Um, so, yeah, look, I hope no other teams while I'm racing and on a Cervelo uh, <laughs> bring out an aero bike. It's not easy just to make a new bike either. So yeah. uh, I'm towards the end of my career. Let's hope that... <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one's thinking. Yeah, well, that's a pretty good idea. Um, but yeah, Jumbo is the only team with Savella, isn't it? They don't do any other teams. No, we're the only team. They were with DSM last. No, it was two years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So they were DSM before, and um, uh, yeah, before that was Garmin. No, no, they were with Savello uh, um, Test Team. Dimension Data. Oh, Dimension yeah. Data, yeah, yeah, yeah. Garmin and Savello Test Team. Mm. Had to think about that. I was like, there's been a few, but yeah. I've just, I've written down Savello <laughs> Test Team because I'm doing a pod with um, Dan Lloyd uh, soon. And I said, I emailed yeah. him and I said, mate, we can only talk about Savello Test Team for five minutes. I'm sorry. Because I know, obviously, <laughs> he'd want to speak about it for <laughs> a long time. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it's, um, yeah, and it's. I wonder if like there'd be deals where Yumbo would say you can't take your brand anywhere else. But I guess Savello most probably bigger than the team, so I don't know. Uh, they'd have a contract. Yeah, I'm sure they have a some sort of clause where. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure that Savello don't want to go somewhere else. No, 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 um, of course not. Why would you? I'd hope not. Otherwise, no. uh, we're obviously doing something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. You get uh, what? What was that stinking bike from um, Aqua Blue? Yucky. No, sorry. Um, three T. <laughs> oh yuck! Was it three T? <laughs> oh, it was. I think the one bike. No, I don't. I don't have a like. The frame itself wasn't the problem. I think it was just the one. The one chainering in the front. The I'm like, come bike. on, guys. Like, I know. there's um. Just don't don't limit what you've uh, what you can use. Yes. Um, yes. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Uh, <laughs> unless you've got twenty gears on the back, don't do it. Oh, we won by and Eddie. Who's that big tall guy? I forget his name now. Um, Connor. No. Um, Connor. Yeah, Connor Dunn. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was a big unit on that bike. The big six. Oh, he was a big unit, right? Centimeter frame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no flex in that bottom bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there was. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Enough bikes. One thing I, I remember, I couldn't find the photo. I was looking for it. I don't know if it was on Instagram <clears throat> or on. I saw it ages ago. And it was a photo of you in maybe, it was a might have been your Mini or it might have been a BMW, but your dog was in the car. And I think you drove, you drove back from a, a race one day. Is that right? Did you drive back from a Grand Tour or a stage race? Uh, was it just a picture of me in the front with... Yeah, you put the front on through the windscreen and you and your dog... Yeah, yeah. Was that just a... Yeah, no, no. No, that was just a static picture. Oh. Um, 
No, no, that was static. That was in the old old Mini, which technically uh, that BMW do own oh, Mini yeah. now, but it was it was pre BMW. Um, okay. I'm not one of those people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the Mini because I'm in, I'm interested. So I'll put the pictures up because I might put maybe just segment on YouTube. But it's it's a is it a Cooper a Mini Cooper? Yeah, Mini Cooper ninety eight um, ninety eight uh, Cooper S. Uh, as in 1998 Cooper S. Um, we restored it, uh, the motor and um, the interior. I think it was last year. Yeah, about early last year we restored it. Hmm. Um, we uh, I had a funny story actually on that on that car. We used to drive it up and down uh, from Girona to Andorra, and obviously. One day I was really hot and it just kept going to the red, the, the motor temperature. I'm like, and my wife was driving it. She's like, there's something wrong. So she stopped and I was in the car behind. I said, listen, let me drive it. If I blow it up, at least it's me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least it's me. Right. So, uh, so okay, you could drive. Um, what we were doing each year was taking it because you have to take it over the pits each year. Um, and we're taking it to the mechanic. And the first year we said, listen, can you just, because obviously we're not Catalan and there's a few things that are gray area that they allow if you're Catalan, but if you're not, sometimes oh. depends who you get. Right. Um, so this mechanic is, he takes it out of the pits, gave it a service the first year, sweet, done. Uh, so we gave it to him each year to do it, but we didn't tell him. Obviously we just thought that, okay, same deal as last year, service as well. So for three years, we didn't get it serviced, um, oh, which, uh, which meant that uh, for probably about a year and a half, maybe two of those years, uh, it was running with no oil. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> zero oil. Oh, um, just dry the bones. Still ran like a gem though. I was like, I'd, I'd hit 160, 170. Um, in the mini. Are listening. In the <laughs> mini. Um, um, no, no oil, no oil. Uh, but, and that day actually I was doing it because it's these big dippers into like oh, yeah. big climbs. And I'm thinking, I don't want to push it up the hill, but obviously it's not air, it's air cold. It's not um, water cold. So if I, if I can just get, it up the speed on the downhill mm-hmm. and let it run into the uphill as fast as possible at the top i'll be doing 100k an hour mm-hmm. uh and not have to push it yeah. so i was on 160 170 on these straight downhills and obviously no power steering these little 13 inch yeah. rims um <laughs> uh, like tiny tiny wheels as i'm thinking we got it there yeah but now I think about it, I'm like, Jesus, that, that motor's, they did well with it. It's Building impressive. that motor pretty well. Yeah. Impressive. No oil. Wow. <laughs> that's pretty cool. The dipstick, was, the dipstick was dry. Dry. Like, yes. I mean, nothing in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool, but what a neat little car. Mm. He's the, they've oh, really got character, right? Oh, I love them. The new ones, look, I'm not a, I'm more of a fan of the old ones than the new yeah. ones, but I think that's with a lot of old cars, they're just a bit more character than new ones, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, definitely. 
Okay. Um, yeah. All right. I've, I've got some questions here. All right. These are some quick fire ones. Okay. Now I just wrote these as I was at work today. Um, you work. Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do work. Surprise what everyone thinks. How do I get these podcasts done? This is a, a nice time uh, to do it. But uh, okay, in your in your musette during the during the race, Mars bar or Snickers? What are you choosing? Uh, Snickers. Okay. Now you've got to choose one of these TT helmets. Now I've created these three. You can choose from either you know at the cricket when people hollow out the watermelons. Yep. Yep. So you've got to choose a hollowed out watermelon, the KFC bucket hat from the 2020, or the 2012 Rudy Project, the wing TT helmet. You can choose any for the world's TT. I'd go to bucket. <laughs> Reason bad for the watermelon, being, man. No, the watermelon would drip over your face. They're major pain in your ass. Yeah, depends on how you've hollowed it out. Because if you didn't get enough of the flesh out, the flies would get you out of the cricket. They'd come. Yeah, yeah. mate, it'd be, it'd be real sucky. The so, yeah, at least the bucket, it would get wet and then it would sag and maybe get better on aerodynamically. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I guess so. Some sort of form, some sort of aerofoil at the back. Well, yeah, it's okay. not really saying much for Rudy Project either, is it? No, it's not. The wing, <laughs> the mighty wing. It was 2012, though. This is that liquid, liquid gas, liquid gas Cannondale spec is uh, that particular year. They may have improved, maybe not. Um, right. Okay, for the rest of your life, dessert or breakfast? <clears throat> At what time of day? Well, all meals. All meals. Yeah, so four desserts, four breakfasts, you know, whichever. Dessert. What would be one of the meals? A uh, chocolate coulant. A what? A chocolate? A chocolate coulant or like a lava cake, we call it in Oh, mate, lava cake. Coulant sounds yeah. nice. Coulant is the fancy pants uh, French European coulant. name. Excellent. So cool. when I okay, when I get um, Alpha Leap on, I'll call on you. Call on. Um, yeah, love that. And you can always have a breakfast that is a dessert. You haven't thought about that, have you? Chocolate croissant. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I guess so. <laughs> Croissants, though, I feel like they go. There's not enough to them, you know, because they kind of they melt. Yeah, but you. Yeah, but it's chocolate croissant, which means it's a dessert, but you can have it for breakfast as well. Yeah, that's true. So I've just I just found a real good loophole in your in your question. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, yeah, that's good. Well, I had a question from my young junior, Mr. Campbell McDowell, but he hasn't um, sent his little voice request in. So I'm gonna move on to my other one. Um what are your thoughts? And we have talked about this before briefly on chat, but um, we chatted before about the world's TT, which I can't wait to go. I'm going to be there um, live every day. It's going to be sweet. And many Australians are. It's going to be so cool um, having a home world. But was it 37 corners in the time trial and the length much shorter than your traditional ones, certainly much shorter than the two that you won in the world champs, 54. 
five Ks plus or 50 Ks plus, what changes when a course has that many corners? Um, yeah, essentially it's a corner, a, uh, more than a quarter, corner a kilometre. It's yeah. 34 and a half Ks, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes it uh, better for someone who's punchy. Um, but also uh, those 34 corners, I haven't looked at it too too in depth, but some of them when you're actually on the course might not be corners, it just might be a bend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it, you'd have to really look at what ones you can't pedal through uh, and what comes after them. Uh, a bit like in Yorkshire, uh, there was a lot of corners that there was probably technically 100 corners if you yeah. really look at it. Yeah. But a lot of them you could just go full gas through, no problems. Yeah. Um, but then there was some that you really had to carry speed through. And if there was a hill after it, then it would really, uh, really mess up yeah. your sort of TT if you if you uh, stuff the corner. So um brings a, a technicality side of it into it more than just a pure, pure time trawler. Mm. Um, so it takes out of does it take the um, I guess how much the aerodynamics influence the event this time a, a little bit yeah and I think I, I've spoken about it um, I'm not sure how much of it's been um, published but I think it's a shame mm. uh, that it is actually not uh, somewhere around that 50k um uh, yeah. or at least close to um, that. Yeah, yeah. Like at least make it. Um, it's not that it's not going to be challenging. Every TT is challenging. You can get a, you can get a six, seven, eight k TT, and you'll be absolutely finished at the end of it. But I think to find out the real world champion, the real um, best that year, or the best at that in that period of time you need to start using ones that are around the 50k uh, it changes it there's more more to it with strategy in in pacing mm-hmm. uh, it evens the playing field for bigger versus smaller guys um, so the the raw power isn't such a big factor in in someone who wins um, it's it's the all round time trialer that wins, not not just the. And I'm not taking. Obviously, people can take this the wrong way and say Garner just got the last two to, uh, given to him, which is not the case. No, no, we know. Um, uh, but it does it does bring another element to the TT that hmm. I think is a is a positive, um, yeah. and it makes it an all round time trialer that actually is one, not. Yeah. Um, it's just an absolute powerhouse that bloody Garner and, and Wout actually are, yeah. um, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, just, um, just like Ron, yeah. like, um, you know, just like Grand Tours, people that win the Grand Tours are often viewed as the best cyclist in the world. And yeah. it's not the person who wins the uh, Tour of Romney every year or Simon Spielak style, yeah. one week racer who wins that every year or always does well. It's the Grand Tours, it's three weeks. It's it's a massive yep. stretch and test of multiple um, multi-disciplines inside, you know, that whole thing. So 
I'm, I'm certainly with you on that. Um, it's much. I, I do think that there is a there is a place for a shorter TT. Yeah. Um, like in Bergen, um, it was 37 k's, but it was I think 700 meters of climb. It was hilly. It was hilly. Yeah. So it it makes it harder and longer through that in a sense. Yeah. Um, the duration. But I still think, yeah, I think it still needs to be, um, that was that was a one-off. Uh, uh, it, it wasn't every year because then you'd find that climbers become the best time trialers and you're like, well, that's not, that's not actually the way it is, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just think that, yeah, the, the distance was a, was a bit of a disappointment yeah. to be honest with you. No, no, got it. That's good. Thanks for answer because it's um, everyone just thinks, oh, cool. That's the distance. Everyone's happy with it because not <laughs> everyone's happy with it. But uh, in terms of spectatorship, it's going to be great to watch it um, in the, you know, because it goes to the sort of the town area. That's going to be wild. You'd be able to see so Sorry, much of the course, you know, like. Um, and two laps, I think, as well. So it's not just yeah. see them once and see you later. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be so good for viewing. Um, can't wait. So, yeah. But, Rowan, that's it, mate. I don't want to take up more of your time, um, even though you really talk for um, moons, many moons. Memes would be great. <laughs> we didn't cover any memes, but actually, before I do go, I was just browsing Twitter before. <clears throat> and it looks like Wellens is going to leave Lotto for someone. But I found... Um, for UAE maybe, uh, but I found Rowan Dennis on Twitter. This just came from my feed. It's not you, but someone has superimposed your face on what looks like maybe a Game of Thrones character. I'm a f- there you go, with the yep, radar. Yep. <laughs> Is that you and Troy <laughs> from, you know, the, that's you, mate. It's, it's definitely me and it's someone else's body. Um, yeah. Fabian? Or Cipollini, maybe, circa when he was Guys, at Rome, BC. Whoever it is, whoever it is, they've got a great <laughs> head of hair. Um, <laughs> that's about it. And, a, and so an amazing I, face on him. Look at the I face. How, yeah. how amazing is it? Well, good choice of lenses. Um, I mean, I'm more of a Smith Optics man, uh, just saying, but the radars are very practical sunglasses. I reckon they're, they're red and they're white. So I'm saying they're circa BMC, maybe when he won an uphill finish. It was a little sprint. Do you remember that win? <clears throat> uphill finish, maybe to a Swiss or something to a Romney. No, nah, I think. It was just uphill uh, kick. You won it. It was road stage. Uh, there's either one in, either with Garmin uh, in 2014 or you're thinking of Bristol in uh, Britain in 2016. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. You're definitely in red. You're the colour red. But, yeah, but I think that's a picture of me um, just pulling a face being an idiot. Yeah. Oh, yes. I don't probably. know if it's me. Yes. I don't think that's from the... No. Yeah. I know that. I was just trying to pick the glasses and... <laughs> it's so... I love a good meme, mate. But anyway, um, <laughs> I know you do too. Um, yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, I've got hair, by the way. Just wearing my attacker beanie. Um that's the that's the where's Wally Benny, but not in the no, this is attack assignment. The patterns. This is without the patterns, yeah. <laughs> I'm just matching my couch. See? Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. You can blend in, mate. But complete the look. Um 
Yes. So uh, season three, this is what this will be on. Uh, it'll be um, July. So this episode will come out in July. So yep. be stoked, mm-hmm. mate. And you're, um, yeah, be stoked. So thanks a lot. It was really good, Ryan. Oh, my pleasure. Absolutely. My pleasure. Well, good chat. It was good chat. Good luck for Swiss. And um, come Worlds, mate, I'm going to be there. Everyone's going to be wearing press room stuff. It's going to go wild. I'm going to be screaming for you, mate, in those circuits. I'm going to make the team first, but yeah. If you then make the team, that's right. <laughs> All right, bro. I'm going, to, I'm going to show my cards before I make the team. Yeah. Uh, let's let's get through commies first. Get through commies. Skip. I've still got it. Yeah. you still got it, mate. you still got it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Ron. All good. Take care, bro. Appreciate Bye. it. You too. Bye-bye. That's another episode of the Press Room Podcast done and dusted. Big thanks to Rowan for coming on the podcast and a big thank you to everyone out there listening to this episode and subscribe to the pod. It means a lot to me that you guys are enjoying these episodes and uh, we've got plenty more to come. So uh, yeah, big thanks to Zwift, big thanks to Attacker and of course Smith Eyewear, the official eyewear partner of the podcast. I was wearing mine today, looking pretty slick. And uh, hey, I'll see you very soon. We've got some Tour de France fans coverage coming up. So uh, stay tuned and um, we'll see you again real, real soon.